When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh, uh, yes, Long Cat Media presents Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. Chapter 21. Greetings, fans of the esoteric. Here we are again. And you know what, Bernard? What? <laughs> Take your time. Sorry. Yes, I was, I... <laughs> are you awake? No, I'm, I'm with you. I was thinking, I was thinking, Bernard, should we ask the universe about the current situation? Because yeah, we've been asking, uh, you know, about listeners' problems, haven't we? Yes, there's probably more pressing things we could be asking the universe, isn't there? Yes, exactly. I mean, we've been we've been asking the universe for solutions to problems about socks and stuck windscreen wipers. I mean, really big issue stuff. You know what I mean? So I was thinking we should. We should tackle the global crisis. We really should. We almost have a duty to do so, don't we? Yes. When we have powers like this at our disposal. Exactly. I mean, I think we've proved that it works. Absolutely. So we should, you know, start doing the serious stuff. So, um, well, I thought today we could ask about Boris. And then if the answer isn't too depressing, maybe we'll do this uh, the next podcast as well. We'll ask about other global things. Although Boris is our problem, isn't he? He's not global problem. Well, yes, he is, I suppose, yes. Although everyone's problem is each other's problem right now, Well, at, at the moment, the world is united, the great unifier. Yes, yes, a f- stupid Tory coughs in Britain and someone keels over in Mozambique. All right, so what shall we use? We're going to do bibliomancy again. So we've got, as usual, I've only got three books in my library. We've got Timothy Ferris, The Four-Hour Body... The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer and Maggie Smith, a biography. You know, I think when it comes to this sort of thing, you have to go straight to the top. You've, you've, got, to go, you've got to ask Maggie, I think. What do you think? I think so. I and think she's the only one who could be trusted to deal with issues Maggie, this important. If Maggie gives us a bit of a, uh, an obscure answer, we'll ask the others as well. All right. All right, so uh, tell us about Boris Universe. What's, what's his future over the next sort of few months? <laughs> All right. Give us, a, give us a number, Bernard. You're tapped into the uh, esoteric. Uh, 72. 72. Right, here we go. And give us a number, uh, a line number. Eight. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so it's a fragment of a sentence, as usual. Uh, so it goes, plead on both sides. Interesting, eh? Burton certainly recognised Maggie's quality. There we go. 
So played on both sides. That's interesting. That suggests he's uh, he's going to start using some ideas from the opposition. Oh God! Something just fell over in the studio. Oh, <laughs> the Lord. universe wanting to emphasise. Is he stretching some sort of psychic tendrils out to try and interrupt our interception of what, his thoughts? What Boris? Like he's some sort of wizard? Yeah, dark yeah, you know, wizard. We'd, we'd love to believe he was. I a don't dark think wizard. he's got that much power. Uh, so, yes, so playing on both sides, I reckon he's going to get a little bit lefty. That's going to upset people. Well, I wonder if he might go the that. way of Piers Morgan, who appears to have suddenly gone left-wing, isn't well, You he? know, that's our next question. We should ask about Piers. What the bloody hell's happening there? Uh, Burton certainly recognised Maggie's quality. Well, they're referring to Richard Burton, I believe, who was Welsh. He was, yes, that's so true. So Wales is going to be grateful for something that Boris does. I sincerely doubt that. <laughs> Well, they're actually they were they were, Wales was rather Brexity, wasn't it? So maybe oh maybe that maybe that is depressingly accurate. Oh yeah, I'm not enjoying this, Bernard. No, this we, isn't as fun as usual. No, shall we try a different book? Yes, what let's about try. The, what about the fictionalised account of a murdered woman? <laughs> oh God, oh God, this isn't going well. All right, give us a number. Oh, same number. So this is what the Secret it? Diary of Laura Palmer. Seventy-two. Yeah, I, I assume Timothy Ferris of the Four Hour Body hasn't got anything to do with. So seventy-two, and then uh, line eight. 72, line 8, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Sometimes he says, what's this down here? That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> so, a venereal disease, that's, that's, uh, that's another element of so what's going to happen to Boris so in the next few months. Un unrelated to the global situation, but just, you know... Well, it might make him a little crotchety, as it were, well, no pun yes. intended. Yeah. Right, uh, let's look, and that might affect his policies, let's look at 72, 8 down for the four-hour body, Timothy Ferris. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Make you fat. That's all it says. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a fraction of a line, it says, make you fat. We are still talking about Boris, aren't we? <laughs> yes. So he's going to get fat, have venereal disease, and become a bit of a lefty. I can certainly believe two out of those three as well. <laughs> so there we go. So two out of three ain't bad for psychic predictions. No, that's really, bloody it? good, actually. That's a pretty good hit rate. Should we ask anything else? I don't know. What did you say earlier? And I said we'll ask... Oh, Piers! Piers Morgan. Should we yes, ask that... the four-hour body about Piers? Well, why not? Right, give us a number. Uh, 200, why not? 200, yes. Yes, let's get up there. 200, 200 yeah, what? and five again. 200... Uh, we need some sort of waiting for me to turn the pages uh, excitement music, oh, yes. Bernard. Maybe we can... And page what? Uh, number what? Line, line five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, God. Okay. Um, it says posterior times 50. <laughs> <laughs> the whole sentence is optional. Kettlebell or T-bar swings from building the perfect posterior times 50. Posterior times 50? Well, you do some, some sort of some movement. Some sort of repetition 50, 50 times. 50 times, yes. But the fraction of the sentence on line 5 is posterior times 50. Is this about so people it's... increasing in size and also turning swinging to the left? That seems to be the real. I think actually it's theme. just saying Piers is a massive is a posterior. posterior <laughs> quite frankly, and yes. Well, it, it wouldn't be wrong, would it? Should we do the chapter? Yes, let's do yes, the chapter. Let's do the chapter. All right. How long did that last? I don't know, that dear. Like an eon. Right. Okay, here we go. Chapter the 17th. Here we are. All right. Goodbye then, Derek. Good luck, I say, on the street outside the UAPS headquarters. Derek gazes down into my eyes and traces a ghostly finger down my cheek. I suppress a shudder. I wish he wouldn't do that. 
Goodbye, Magenta, he murmurs. I won't be back. Even if it hasn't worked, I venture, hopefully, because, of course, neither of us know if anything has changed yet. But there's nothing more I can do. The time has run out. It's 5.50pm. It has worked, he says, with a fairly convincing show of confidence. I relax a bit, and a neck muscle audibly cracks as my shoulders drop to a more normal position. I realise that I've been in a tense semi-crouch for probably three days now, practically wearing my shoulders as earrings. Bernard will have to give me a rub with vegetable oil later. I'm glad you're so sure, I say. Derek doesn't reply. He's looking down at his hands, stretching out his fingers, then curling them back into fists. Um, Derek? I begin, and then stop, noticing what he's clearly noticed. His hands look distinctly less solid. I feel different, Derek finally says faintly. I feel stronger. You don't look it, I say, because he doesn't. He's fading, his colours are muted, and the opaque veil between him and me seems thicker. Derek closes his eyes, and his hair moves gently in unseen breezes. It feels nice, he breathes. Nice. He's not exactly a poet, is Derek, not exactly the most descriptive man in the world. He opens his eyes again, pupils large and inky with contentment. I smile back at him, pleased that he's pleased. Pleased that I might see the back of him in the nicest possible way. Thank you, he sighs. And that's it. Suddenly he's not there anymore. It's just me, stood on a residential London street, freezing my bazookas off in the December drizzle. Time to go home. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah. Jolly short. Didn't really end on much of a no, cliffhanger not, not either. Very, not very exciting, really. How long was that? Sort of an anticlimax. I think all. this chapter, this whole podcast episode, is probably our worst. Oh. Well, there's got to be one that's the worst, isn't there? There's well, going to be one that's the best. We're, 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 Somewhere in the world, someone is having the best time and someone is having the worst time. Well, we could always read another chapter, see if we can turn it around. Yes, go on then. Right. Okay. Chapter seventeen and a half, because the last one was a bit short. Right. On the way back on the number 29 bus, I spot an angel sat on the back seats on the top deck. I head over and plop myself next to it. It looks a bit startled when I say hello and introduce myself. I suppose it's not exactly what one normally does. But the rude bastard just tuts, gives me a snooty look and stomps off without saying a word. Charming. I was only trying to test my powers to see if I could still understand the twats. Bloody angels. None of them have any manners. How have they been brought up? That's what I want to know. Is daddy too busy at work to give them a clip round the ear when they need one? Too much privilege? Not enough cuddles and hearty slaps? That's what I suspect. Something nags at me. The angel. It looked familiar. Although, as I've said before, facially and physically, they're all identical. And then it snaps into place. One of the angels in the park was wearing a purple t-shirt with mews on the front. It must have been the same angel. How very strange. Anyway, I'll get the runes out when I'm back home. Then I can see if I've clung on to any of the power Derek bestowed upon me. Of course, I could try and glamour someone on the bus. But I don't feel inclined to. Now that there aren't any pressing deadlines, it doesn't seem right to whip my wand out, as it were. Because have you ever considered what you'd be like with untold powers? We've all got the capacity to be dicks, haven't we? So perhaps it's safer to keep a lid on it until I'm in the calm surroundings of my own home with a cup of tea. Then I can have a good long think about how to curb my worst excesses. Yes. 
Of course, maybe I'm more hero than villain. Maybe my powers will amplify my caring, nurturing side. Maybe they'll bestow a tremendous sense of responsibility. I might feel obliged to selflessly sacrifice my own wants and needs for the betterment of mankind for the rest of my life. Christ on a stick, that sounds bloody awful. If that's the case, I'm going to put it off as long as possible. Thirty minutes later, I'm back outside my front door. The gargoyle knocker gurns at me as I put my key in the lock. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying it's making faces at me, by the way. It's just a plaster gargoyle. It hasn't become animated by magic or anything. This isn't a Disney movie. Grow up! Literary devices can be a little confusing, Nespa. Oh, it's good to be home. I let myself in and Dave jumps on me, greeting me ecstatically with little throaty yodels, his tail helicoptering with excitement. Hello, my darling Davy Wavy Iku, ruffling him madly. His little body curls into a crescent moon as he snuffles and waggles around me. Sod it, I think, and plop down on the shag pile with him for a wrestle. It's very therapeutic, you know, a wrestle with your dog. Very energetic, too. Five minutes later, we're spent. Dave is lying on his side, looking blissed out, his tiny ribcage heaving up and down. I peck a little kissy onto his flat head and climb back onto my feet. Is this a bit weirdly erotic, Bernard? It's somewhat erotic, but then I knew I do know you have a very special relationship it, with Dave. It's entirely I, innocent. It's not a special relationship. I understand. I don't feel threatened by it at all, my dear. You can have whatever so relationship... So why have you made me feel all weird about it? Uh, well, 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 um... Anyway, back to the book. Just that minute, my phone rings. I dig it out of my handbag and peer at the screen. Unknown number. I don't answer unknown callers, or known callers for that matter. I find talking to people a bit of a strain, to be honest. But on the other hand, if I do answer it now, I can put off that magical power test for a little bit longer. I press accept and put the phone to my ear. Magenta! Ugh, it's Sandra. Mum's driving me crackers. I can't stay here. I've got to go home, Magenta. Hello, Sandra, I say calmly. Her domestic situation seems almost quaint now. I suppress the urge to tell her I've been breaking into Swiss banks. You can't go back home, remember? Your husband has been having sex with prostitutes. But I love him, she gurgles, boringly. Oh, right, I say, deciding I can't be doing with one of these conversations. Go back to him, then. I wander into the kitchen with the phone and put the kettle on. Sandra sounds a bit taken aback. I do love him, she repeats. <laughs> I say, taking down one of the best wife mugs that Bernard gets me every year on Valentine's. It's an in-joke that's gone on for so long, neither of us can remember the origins. Consequently, I now have 20-odd best wife mugs. My tea cupboard looks like it belongs to a particularly amorous Mormon. Mormon? Mormon. Mormon. Mormon? Mormon. You said it right the first time, dear. Because it's M-O-N at the end, isn't it? Yes. Not M-A-N, like a superhero. No, no, more no. More man. No, it's not a, it's not a, a half man, half more. Well, well, Superman isn't half man, half super, is he? No, I suppose Batman not. isn't half man, half bat. Well, you, no, he has, no. He, he just wears a bat thing. Yes. Spider-Man isn't half man, half spider. Uh, no. He's just... It's, it's more, Mormon is how you would pronounce it, though. More man. <laughs> yes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It was a strange segue. Poor Sandra! I bet her swine of a husband doesn't share shit jokes with her. He came round to the house yesterday, Sandra is saying. I put a tea bag in the 2008 best wife mug. He was banging on the door, but mum wouldn't let him in. He kept shouting he was sorry through the letterbox. But he didn't deny any of it, Magenta, so he has been cheating on me. He's been paying for sex with prostitutes, the bastard. Yes, we already knew that, I say. I just said it, dear, oh dear. I choose between custard creams and bourbon. I... Bourbon? Bourbon. Bourbon. No, that's an interesting question. Because the, the alcohol is bourbon. Yes, but you pronounce the biscuits bourbon, don't you? Why? I don't know. It's just how they're pronounced. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure they were intended to be bourbon, but like the drink, but I, I'm sure... But they don't taste of bourbon, no, either, do they? No, but it's the same word. Surely it must be... But Maybe they, they both come from the same sort of, I don't know, original material, like you make bourbon out of... What do you make bourbon biscuits out of? Uh, presumably sort of flour and Hops. eggs and sugar and... What do you make whiskey out of? What uh, does whiskey come from? That's a very good question. What on earth is whiskey? I know it gets matured in barrels, but I never thought any further than that. It just sort of arrives in the shop, doesn't it? Well, that's very strange, because we know vodka is potatoes, yes. and therefore is practically a health drink. Is Vegetables we, and all that. Does, does whiskey come we from know a, wine is grapes. What on earth is whiskey? Does it come from a sort of a grain or something? New yeah, Year's probably. I think it does. Mm. Okay, let's get on with it. I settle for one of each. Yeah, custard cream and a bourbon. Right. <laughs> Live dangerously in that. There's a short silence as Sandra waits for me to agree that he's a bastard. I take a bite of bourbon. Are you eating? She demands, tetchily. Boof, I say. Hoof! Sandra huffs. So I, I, I spoke to him, she says. Mum couldn't stop me. I sat in the hallway and talked to him through the letterbox. He asked me not to tell anyone about the, you know, the, the prostitutes. I think that's what he was most worried about. He cares more about what people think than... There's a muffled choking noise before Sharon erupts back down the line. About me! About what I feel! Did you just call her Sharon? Well, yes, that's what it says in here. But I thought you said her name was Sandra. <laughs> yes, it is. I have changed her name in a single paragraph from Sandra to Sharon. Uh, you know, actually, this is a good time to say my book is available, but please don't buy it. I've improved quite a lot in the thinking department uh, yeah, in general. I, I, I'm just I, capable of stringing sentences together a little bit more than I was seven I, years ago. I would ago. say that this, this, this dramatised reading, this audiobook, is probably the definitive version of this story. Yes. And you know what? It's the editing that I never did on the first book. Because, you know, you, I wrote this book and then I was like, oh, God, I don't want to read this. I don't want to read this again because that's what you have to do when you edit something. You see, you read it back. Yes. I couldn't be bothered, as well, you can probably tell. And that's so, that's why we have uh, Sharon. Oh, yes, yeah, Sandra a brief turning into Sharon. Oh, she turns back to Sandra on the next line. It's a miracle. <laughs> oh God! I, you know, I do have a second book, Magenta Two, which I might do an audio book of. But that's a lot better, isn't it? And yes. that's that's available on Amazon, the ebook. Yes, that's right. Buy that one. I also, it's I, basically fan fiction about. Um, uh, 
Idris Elba. Oh, yes. I've yes, it's just a big, long wank about him, basically. Yes. All right. Anyway. I think you might have done a bit more editing on that one because you didn't mind reading all of the Idris Elba stuff. Yes, that's right, although I was a bit distracted at the same time. All right, back to this. There's a long pause during which Sandra has an angry cry. Her heavy, strangled breathing echoes down the line. I pour boiling water over the tea bag and take the milk from the fridge. I'm not going back, she says finally, her tone wobbly. You're right. I'd be stupid to go back. I can't go back, she repeats. I'd be crazy. I murmur vague nothings down the phone. I don't want to add anything, either in support or not. She'll argue with whatever stance I take. I know what she's like. Also, Yawnsville. Know what I mean. Oh, look. Me... Me and the book's also getting bored. (laughs) How about that? How interesting. (laughs) Art imitating life. I'm sorry, everyone, today. You know, this lockdown, it's made me all a, all a, whatever. All of a, all of a a flutter. All over the place, basically. Everyone that got the collie wobbles. You know what? At the end of this, let's do a little reading for me. At the end of this, yeah. Yes, all right. Because we're coming up to the end of the chapter now. Uh, You're right, of course, Sandra whispers, despite the fact I haven't actually said anything. I needed that. Tough love. And then the line goes dead. Sandra, I say after a pause, to confirm that she definitely has put the phone down. Oh, bye then, I say, just to make sure. I stand there for a few seconds, still holding the phone to my ear. Who does that, for heaven's sake? Only people on the telly don't say goodbye at the end of a phone conversation. I put the phone on the kitchen table and sip my tea. She's been watching too many American dramas, I'll wager. She got through every episode of The Wire in just over a week, that woman. Barely slept. At our first mystic session after the binge, I'd asked her why she was talking so funny, and she'd grunted, It's all in the game, yo, in a thick Baltimore accent. I can't do Baltimore. Can you do it? Oh, I... I, I Go on. Have a go. I'm not sure it would be particularly sort of politically sensitive to do the Baltimore accent to say something like, It's all in the game, yo. No, I suppose not. Well, Sandra, or whatever her name is, isn't very politically correct. No, she had no qualms about jumping in, doing a little string of bells. She's just very impressionable, that woman. I continue to sip my tea while wondering what to do next. My phone rings again. Ah, I see. Sandra, I say, did you lose reception? Oh, dear. Okay, this this chapter ends... This is quite difficult. Go on. So... I know it's a bit late, it's page 137, but I'm introducing the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) And the bad guy, well, it's Sheik, it's the Sheik. Oh, the Sheik from earlier, who's... Oh, original... yes, so I have kind of introduced him. You've introduced him. him. What, the origi- Derek talked about him. Oh, the, this is the original owner of the painting, isn't it? Yes, yes, and he's from the Middle East, oh, and I'm not comfortable doing that accent. No, absolutely not. Why don't you choose another accent to do for him? What like? Uh, like a, a, a scouse or something. All right, all right. It's not Sansley! A masculine voice growls aggressively. And if you want to see your husband's daughter again real soon, you better listen up, gods. There we go. How was that? That was very good. That wasn't bad, was it? Yes. Yes. All right. I feel that that's rather sort of uh, downplayed the seriousness of what's just happened in the book. Oh, yes. So he's just rang me, the big baddie. The big baddie has just apparently... Oh, yes, and he said, uh, if you want to see your husband and daughter again. So, yes, yes, that's quite... That that is actually fairly crucial, Very high stakes. Yes. All right. Good Lord. Shall we end on a... I mean, you can switch off now, if you like. I mean, you probably already... (laughs) It's a slightly strange one, this, hasn't it? It has, it has. Well, let's, so let's, let's do, do a reading, reading for, for me, yes, yes. me and you, me and you, Bernard. Why not? Let's finish with you. How long is this? Have I been going on? I have no idea. No, 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 no idea. So, okay, Bernard, you get to choose because it's about you. So, well, what book do you want? Well, let's go for your reading. I think, I think, I think Maggie is always the one. The Maggie, best. Yes. all right, Maggie. So, 
So what? So are we asking just about you, your future? Yes. Dear. Well, how how are we doing? <laughs> how are we do? How's Bernard doing? Oh. I'll pick the number oh, for okay. you. No, you should. It's your reading. Oh, well, Go yes. on. Uh, let us have a uh, hundred and seventy. Hundred and seventy. Hundred and seventy. This is where you put the music in. Oh yes. And then another number. Uh, Not too. Oh God! It's because it's about me. I'm overthinking it. Uh, three. One, two, three. Okay. It's another fragment it starts with, obviously. No. Be left alone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. As Quentin Bell said of the novels, an audience actually heard Virginia Woolf thinking. <laughs> oh, God. You're not going to walk into the sea, oh, are you, Bernard? No. Or put my head in an oven like Sylvia Plath. Well, that's Sylvia Plath. We're talking about Virginia Woolf here, oh, and she God. didn't end up very well either, did oh, she? She did. We, it was her that walked into the sea, wasn't it? I, I think so. Oh, dear. That, because I'm so alone. So does that mean I can't leave you alone? Well, oh, God, this this is terrible. We must ask Timothy Ferris on the four-hour body what's going to happen to you. 170, line four. Three. Three. 170, line three. One, two, three. Chin up! <laughs> Four-second negative lowering portion only, times ten. Is that seriously the solution to all my problems? Yes, chin up! Chin up, and then and then a series of exercises. There's some good British. Uh, you know, the whole sentence is almost. Let's have the context as well, because I think it's uh, rather so. Important. It's uh, the four-hour body workout B in the section building the perfect posterior, <laughs> <laughs> or losing seven plus stone, forty-five plus kg. Um, seven plus stone. And the whole thing, number two, chin up, four second negative lowering portion only, times ten or until you cannot control descent. <gasps> oh, Bernard, are you going to get depressed? Well, it just told me to keep my chin up. Yes, and if you don't, you're going to walk into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, don't do that. I'm not going to do I'd, that. I'd be very upset. Do you know, dear, I think I, I think we're all feeling the strain of the lockdown a little bit. I don't think you, these predictions are very accurate. Oh, no. Darling, I'm not but going to walk into the sea. Don't worry. Right. It's all right. Shall we do me? Yes. All right, Maggie, give me something a bit better than that. Let's, let's go a bit lower. In Presumably the, the only reason you'd do that is if something happened to me as well. Oh, oh dear. God. Well, it all, this we is go. all to play for now, go. isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. So uh, go on, give us a number. Let's have 65. I'd... Okay, what number are going down? Uh, four. All right. It's a fragment, very much a fragment, fragment of a word, ing. Full stop. Ing. Yes, the full word is devastating. Oh, no. <laughs> Tynan in The Observer applauded everything about the play and production except her contribution. <laughs> oh, oh, that's bloody nice, isn't it? <laughs> something is going to happen with something that we've created and I'm not going to get any credit get whatsoever. You're no credit and then, and then I'm going to throw myself into the sea. This is terrible. <laughs> Okay, let's ask Timothy, Timothy Ferris for our body. probably going to be more this stuff about posteriors. This is absolutely horrific. <sighs> right, so I'm glad we're ending on an up note. Yes. I don't think. So what, four, line four? 65, line four. Entire folder in his Gmail dedicated to bets against friends. <laughs> <laughs> all adding up to about eight grand in prize money. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, that is very me. <laughs> and that's not a bad side hustle, I suppose. So maybe, maybe if... Uh... Especially if you've got a bit of uh, a natural intuition about the future, like I have, placing bets is just a no-brainer, really. Well, it is really, yes. I mean, mm. you'd be you, you daft not to. It's not hurting anyone, is it? No. Oh, gosh. Well, we, we, might, we might come out of this eight grand up. Yeah, and then you walk into the sea. <laughs> 
I'm not going to walk into the sea, darling. It's all right. Good heavens! I just opened this book on page 245. Look at that! What's that? Oh, my good God. Lord! God! This book is... A, a, for, for those at home, there's a rather detailed diagram of a, a woman's lady parts being <laughs> spread and massaged. Well, we haven't, we haven't had that number yet, have we? Yeah, what number's that? That's in the 200s. Well... Well, oh God! There's there's a set of testicles. Oh no, it's a clitoris. They are very similar. Six. You... Anyway, this is uh, right. Let's finish there. Uh, this has been a very peculiar episode. Very I... peculiar indeed. Don't. Well, keep listening. We'll get back to normal in the next one. Yes. You know what the problem was? I didn't have a drink. Oh yes, no cocktail at the beginning. Yes. Well, we must rectify that for next time. Yes. Madame Magenta was created and performed by Lindsay Sharman with Lawrence Owen as Bernard. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. Artwork was by Claire Lafar. You can follow Madame Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by going to coffee.com forward slash longcatmedia. That's ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. For more information about this podcast, as well as our flagship drama series, Mockery Manor, please visit longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? Metal, literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> She's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>